Welcome back to Bobblehead Podcast as Tim and I continue the next episode in this track of personal growth. And today we're going to talk about life's plan and how when we're young, we start out believing that we can follow this rigid plan to get to some designated success point in our lives. But we find out somewhere along the way that there's a whole lot of trials and tribulations that you have to go through and growth that you have to go through in order to get to your final destination. And so we talk about some stuff that's a little bit different than, than what you think and, and how you get there and the appreciation, the opportunity that you find. So super excited that you're here and let's get started. Hey, Devin. Tim. Who you have there? Uh, still got our buddy, the green paper monster. Yeah. yeah. So do, you, do you know, were you here when we, well, I don't think you were here when we had green paper monster. You know, I, I wasn't, um, I'm not sad that I wasn't, but I, I do see the GPM is what you guys yeah. call them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do see him literally everywhere. Do you? Yeah. yeah. So for those of you that are listening and not watching, we have a large stuffed, um, kind of a circular fuzzy creature with big teeth. And he has hands and legs. And, and his he, name's Davin. And then you have a, a green thing. <laughs> you have a green thing in his lap. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. So we, it was a branding thing. We came back, back in the day. So we're in the healthcare IT business. And so part of our solution is to help get rid of paper in hospitals and get over to electronic processes. So the green paper monster would, would say would go into a hospital and find all the paper and eat them up and turn them into electronic processes. And we used to give away those little little mini versions of that, mm -hmm. and uh, man, it worked, it worked really well. Like Did it really? We'd go to a trade show, and you'd see these little green things all over the place, like huh. everywhere. In fact, even other vendors thought they were cute, and they would put them up in their booths. So, yeah, it worked really well for a while. But you know, everything has a lifespan. Yeah, and, and it's one of those things. Like when you tell a story, you're like, it doesn't. I don't know if it ages real well, but like me, it just hasn't aged well. But like I, I get it in the moment of like where you where you where you were going sure, with it. Sure, but, you I mean, know it's one of those things that's better on the know, show. I don't even know if the website we had um, greenpapermonster.com at one time. Oh, look at that at slash GPM. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah, I doubt that's out there anymore. No, it's not. It's probably gonna get a, one of those four hundred four error errors. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah, it's interesting. So uh, yeah, so you want to just jump right into it? Yeah, let's go. So I had an idea, and the idea was kind of set between. I was thinking about my life. So we, we just did a podcast about reflection. I think the last podcast mm -hmm. and uh, really made me think about, you know, my life and really think back of what did I think when I was getting out of school and what did I want to accomplish and, and what do I want to do? And so I would like to discuss the idea of, can we plan our life out? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're going to turn this into a, a 25 minute episode, but the answer is hell no. You can't plan. <laughs> I, I, I think I think you you can begin to lay the foundation for it, but you know when when you start even and you're young and start discussing the concept of planning and goals, and you don't even know enough to know that you right. don't know, right? Right. And you know I I think thankfully when I go back to my original plan, I think I wanted to be, you know, getting out of high school. I just well I just wanted to graduate high school, and then after that I was going to be like a software engineer or something like that, you yeah. know, and so. I, I went to college for that, but then I didn't like go to college. I got there, but I didn't go. Right. Yeah. And so it's, a, it's an important part of the college sure. experience. And, by and, the way. and first semester I got a, I got a 1.9. So I was, I was doing okay. Wow. Right. The Dean wasn't super impressed and right. I, I didn't, I made his, but they were not, still I, taking your money. At I that didn't point. make his list, but I still made his list. If that makes any sense. Like he still was, wrote my parents. <laughs> oh, I was on that other list too. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the second semester rolled around and, and the problem was I, I lived in 
southeastern Montana in Billings. And they had a ski hill that was about 45 minutes away. And so I'm like, you know what? I, I need a little bit of release from this strenuous schedule that I have. So I'm going to take downhill skiing. It was a one credit class and you had to take four lessons. But I grew up skiing. You know, so I'm like, I don't, I don't need to take lessons. Right. I skied all the time. But every, every lesson you didn't take at the end of the semester literally dropped at a letter grade. And you compound that with the fact that I spent so much time skiing that I didn't go to the rest of my four and three, four, five credit classes. So the end of the semester rolls around and I'm like, I get my report card and I got a D in downhill skiing. And I was super disappointed because I was a really good skier and like I was <laughs> spending a lot of time on the mountain and like I felt like I really poured myself into this, into this class and I failed everything else. And when you do the math on that, I got a point one one. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that. We're just gonna do it. Just a let that sit for a minute. Pause. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and literally not, not making it up. I got a point one one. And so the school cordially invited me to never return. Oh. And so I'm like, there goes my goal of being a software engineer. I was so, I was so close. Yeah. You know, I was so close to being a software engineer. You were so close. And so you know, I think about that, and then it was obviously my plan adapted, and then you know, I spent the next 20 years being an army ranger, and yeah. you know, fast fast forward here, I sit today. But you know, had I thought that I knew the plan or needed to adhere to that plan or stay rigid to that plan, then, you know, I would have, you know, just viewed that as the failure of my life and never right. been able to progress right. forward. So let me ask you a question. Why did you think you wanted to be a software engineer? I have no idea. Really? Didn't, you don't know no. where it came from? No. You know what? I, I, I took this, um, this was back, you know, in the days of the computer labs in high school and, and there was a, um, a programming class and I wrote like a, hello, my name is Davin web page, right? I think it was, um, gosh, what was, it? I can't remember what those, those, um, pages were that were like automatically built in and you just plug in fonts and that kind of stuff and know just yeah. like the difference between how to do a bracket and a bracket with a slash to like close it out. Right, you know, so right. I was, I was pretty high in designer in high school. And so I think maybe that's <laughs> why, but other than that, I, I, I don't like, that's not my don't, personality. Don't really it's not who yeah, I am. Like, yeah. and of course, like, so my fallback plan was that or become an army ranger and those things don't converge at any given point well, in time. No, I was trying to come up with something funny that they, they don't. You're <laughs> no. right. You're right. Yeah. You know, I was, I felt just short of being a software yeah. engineer, Tim. Yeah. So I, you know, for me, you know, I would, we all try to, when we're younger, we, we think we know what we want to do. We plan our life out. We think we know how it's all going to go. Mm -hmm. And I think so much of it comes from number one, what do we think we would like? What do we think would make a lot of money, which is probably where a lot of that came from. Probably. And the other part is we've seen others that maybe we respect or like or either close personal or on TV or a character or someone on Newsweek or whatever. And you're like, man, I, I, I want to be that. Right. And so we began to plan our lives saying, I want to be that person or I want to be like that person. I want to be, I want to make that kind of money because if I can do all these things, if I can line up and do these three milestones or these three things, then I'll be successful and I'll make a lot of money and I'll have a beautiful family or a cool car or I'll be able to do what I want. And so we, we see the high points of all of those things. And so we plan around that. Um, mm. You know, I, I knew that, I wasn't probably, let me back up. When I was in high school, I was in debate. I know it's, it's hard to believe, but I was actually pretty decent. But I knew that I enjoyed the debating part. I enjoyed the thinking part. I enjoyed listening and creating a strategy and come back. 
but I didn't really enjoy the study part and the research part that it took to do that. So I was real big on what somebody told me all the stuff that I could argue about that point. Or, you know, if I knew the other one, I could jump on the other side of the table and argue that point. Either one, I was good. But the, all the research it took to really get that in your head to be able to throw out facts, not so good at. So I knew real quick that being an attorney was probably not for me. You know, my cousin's great attorney, really good, but really smart. That's not so smart here. But I thought that, you know, for me, I thought I knew what I wanted to do and I thought that was going to be in sales. Okay. And so, but I thought it was going to be sales looking like X and it really turned out that I went a different direction. But, you know, I thought I was going to plan my life out and have all these things set up that, man, I, I really didn't have any interest in dating anybody. I was, my career was going to be it. Um, I wanted, I wanted to, make a lot of money and do some really cool things and sell something really cool. Um, I wanted to go out and travel. I love cars. I'm going to have a really cool car. And man, that was just going to, you know, as I get older, I'm just going to get richer and richer, get better and better. And that was, that was my plan. I mean, that was literally, I mean, in my brain, that was my plan. So look back on that and it's laughable, right? You're like, Oh yeah. Really? Is that really what you were thinking? Yeah. Because based on what I knew and what I saw, and that was everything to me. Um, you know, my oldest daughter is a big planner and she, you know, for her, everything was a step. Like I'm going to go to, I'm going to go get out of high school and I'm going to go to college and I'm going to study this in college. And after college, I'm going to, you know, I need to know what my next step is. And my plan is this and plan is that. And now that, you know, she's had a couple of jobs since she graduated from A&M and she would never dream that she'd be in real estate of all things. You know, never in a million years would she have believed that, but that wasn't part of her plan. And whenever things happened that weren't part of her plan, she would get really, really, like, upset. Mm -hmm. like, I, I, this isn't working, and I thought it would be here. I thought this would happen, and it's not happening. And it really set her off, and it took a while for her to get through and just figure out that that's not the way life works. You know, and I really do think that, you know, once you graduate high school and you kind of start to go through probably those first 10 years post high school, right? Like something happens and it doesn't work out and, and it looks and it feels like you're just kind of ping pong in your way through life. Right. And you feel like you've already failed. Like I'm, I'm done. Like I, Right. And, and, and it's oftentimes catalyzed by the fact that your parents are like, you know, we, they have a plan for you also, right? This driven a little bit more wisdom, but also is more rooted in their plan than it is in what's best for Big time. the child, right? Big time. And so, you know, we, we really do, it has this look and feel like we're just failing from one venue to another. Right. right? And, but I, I think there's two points to this is when you fail something and you kind of move on to the next thing, like what opportunities are being created as a result of that, right? And some of the best opportunities happen as a result of a transition from one point, a ping pong from one point to another, right? And and it's the ability as you get older to recognize those opportunities and those opportunities can start to evolve into some sort of plan. And And I think there is that evolutionary stage at some point where it does go from I'm just kind of figuring this out as I go towards I, I'm starting to, to, to garner an idea of who I am foundationally. And then I can start to, to, to assemble some sort of loose plan that is going to change a thousand times as well. But it looks right. a little bit more structured than the ping pong that we do from the age of 18 to I'm 40. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Two things I want to run with there. One is the idea of opportunities, mm -hmm. right? And that's 
So that's kind of where I'd like to end up with this thing is, is opportunity. You know, there's plans and there's opportunities that happen. But something else you said earlier that really caught my attention and that I forgot about was, you know, we both have kids. And, you know, you think about, and Peyton's your oldest. And so you think about Peyton, you want him so bad to have a plan. And, and I think, and that's because as parents, we want our kids to have a plan because we're scared that, if they don't have a plan, they're just going to wander aimlessly. And, you know, we want our kids to grow up and be adults and to be able to support themselves and be happy, right? It really comes down to it as parents. That's all we want to do is grow mm-hmm. up and be happy, whatever that means to them, right? But um, so we tend to con- try to control that a little bit and steer a little bit. I know, you know, my parents did to a point, um, but, you know, we have, we both have a really close friend that has a son that works here. And, you know, I can remember having a conversation with Jeff and, you know, he really wanted, um, you know, he really wanted Landon to be an, be an attorney, mm-hmm. be a lawyer. And so, you know, Landon thought he might want to do that because his dad had been talking to him for years about it. And so I sat down with Jeff and said, man, what, tell me what your thoughts are. And he's like, I just want him to have a skill that he can, that he can do and be okay and to be financially independent. And I'm like, man, I get that. 100% get that because you want your kid to be okay. And so you want to have them a plan and you almost, and we all do it, force our kids into coming up with a plan. And sometimes that's coming from us. So we kind of tell them what they should be, right? Or what we think they should be. And they follow that, but they always flail. They never really thrive with that because it's not theirs. Right. Right. And so as parents, if you're a parent listening to this, it's a fine line between making sure that, you know, your kids meet certain milestones or do certain things. Um, but be careful not to make your plan their plan. Absolutely. Right. Um, because it, it can quickly, they can quickly get lost. Um, I know with Sophie, that was an issue is I, you know, told her, thinking about you, I just want you to graduate and what do you, what's your degree going to be? And it didn't take long before I figured out that, you know, what I wanted her to get out of university wasn't necessarily university. It was the things that you struggle with, that you learn during university. It was an expensive lesson, right? Yeah. But it was, a, it was a good lesson. And, you know, I kind of learned with my first one, Reagan, to not be so hard to require a plan. Um, so, you know, I, I think my parents are pretty good about not, for, not setting a plan for me letting me kind of do my own thing. But boy, as a parent, it's really difficult not to for our kids. Well, and I, th- I think we, in our minds, we're helping them blossom, but what we're really doing is, is beating them down. Right. And how often do you see a thriving, happy, young adult that's on their parents' path or plan for them? Yeah, very few times. It's, it's some of them are successful, but they're generally kind of miserable. Yeah. And they don't generally don't stay in that profession for long because it's not... It's not what it was that they wanted to do, you know? And so I I think it's really important that as a parent, you have to just avoid, almost avoid the plan. You know, like, like with Peyton, you know, like he's going into his senior year and like, I have my thoughts and ideas about what I want him to do, but I'm literally at the point now, like if this kid gets his pants on the right way in the morning, like I'm like daddy's special boy. Like you're, (laughs) you're so good, man. Like way to go. buddy. Yeah. The door pulls in. Like when you leave, like stop pushing on the pull door, um, you know, like get to school. So it, it is a good lesson as a parent to just help them figure it out rather than 
beating them down for not figuring it out. Yeah. And, and I think it goes back to that other word that I said I'd want to really talk about, and that was opportunity, is, you know, I think what we have to do for our kids and really for us, you know, when we think about can we plan our life is, is we set them up to understand and learn to see opportunities. And, you know, we all got to where we are today because of an opportunity, right? If you think about your life, who would have dreamed when you were in high school in Montana that, you know, you'd be working in Dallas and working for a tech company in healthcare right. and be, you know, running the operations and being successful and, and having these kids. I mean, all the stuff you think about your life today, you would have never in a million years planned that. But, you know, each one of the things that, that transpired, the ski thing, you know, you not being able to go to school anymore led you to the military mm -hmm. and military. You led to be an army ranger. Army ranger led to leading men, leading men led to, so you think about each one of those opportunities that you took turned out to make you who you are. You didn't stay in the military forever. Mm -hmm. Right. So you saw another opportunity funny. You and I were talking about that one day a long time ago, right? But do I, you know, I have an opportunity, you had an opportunity to, in front of you. Should I take it? And, you know, by you seeing that opportunity and taking that opportunity, it changed your life. Mm -hmm. And then from that, it led to another opportunity, which changed. And, and after access, there'll be opportunities that change your life even more. And so we all become the op we all become who we are based on the opportunities that we either take or turn down. And, and it seems like when we're younger, that's a lot of pressure, right? And so that's why when you're younger, and you're in your early twenties or late teens or whatever it is, is that, Hey, listen, if look at the opportunity and if it's a, it's an opportunity that sounds good to you that you thought you think you might enjoy, Hey, look, you're not going to get rich off this opportunity, but you're going to learn something. Right. And from the skill that you learn, whether that's waiting tables, I know Jamie and my wife, she waited tables and she learned a lot about people and she learned, you know, how to be nice to people and learn to, you know, how to get tips and how to, so you learn about those things. And so do you really, is she still a waitress? No, but she learned a lot from that opportunity she had to do that. And so our kids are the same ways. They're going to pick up skills, which are going to lead them to the next opportunity that are going to lead them to that opportunity is going to learn, teach them some things that lead them to the next opportunity. Um, you know, you think about in our company, you know, we have our, our product manager that started out, he was a, he started out to go to, went to law school, got out of law school, didn't like it, didn't work out, um, worked for a nonprofit for a while, then came to work for me being a sales guy, which from a sales guy, he's probably had three or four jobs inside of the company. But because he's a product manager now, he's an amazing product manager because he was a sales guy, but also has a legal degree. Mm -hmm. So you think about all the things that he went through to get to where he is. If he wouldn't have taken those opportunities, then he wouldn't be able to be as good at what he does that he is and he's amazing at what he does and there'll be things beyond this that being a product manager allowed him to do this next thing so you know it's all about you can't plan your life you might think you can and but man you, all you can plan is is to, to learn where you are and look at what opportunities are in front of you and make a decision is this opportunity going to get me to the next opportunity yeah right absolutely and sometimes it will and sometimes it takes you backwards so that's why it's important you have to make that decision. Is this the right opportunity or not? But without that opportunity, you're not going anywhere. Right. There, there's a really good book, uh, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. And it talks exactly about that, that 
you know, due to, you know, maybe financial status or your birth date relative to a specific sport is you're going to get an opportunity to do things that others aren't. But then that opportunity opens up doors for more success, which opens up doors, which opens up doors. And the fact that success isn't predicated on how fast you can run or, or, or your IQ, it's predicated on your ability to capitalize on the opportunities that right. are in front of you. And, you know, and, and that's why when you're a 25 year old kid that, that fails at his job, but, you know, and then as you're, you know, at the library or something, you're researching and you meet a person that's, you know, that, that may be your opportunity. And, and it takes a lot of courage and a lot of open-mindedness to capitalize to not just to capitalize, but to find them right, and to find the next step or the next opportunity embedded within sorrow or the the heartbreak of 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 loss or yeah. loss of a job loss of yeah. a of a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever there's there's always going to be that next door in front of you it's just do you have the courage to walk through it right. and so in in terms of, of planning your life sometimes you just have to find the door and walk through it and you have do. the trust yeah. and have the faith that that things are going to work themselves out and then over time i think you'll eventually formulate your your why and then you can operate what happens after that as long as you're doing with your your those next steps happen within the context of why you do what you do or why you do what you love then it, things are just going to work themselves out right. and and that is so much better than trying to formulate and follow this rigid plan because life is the most fluid dynamic topsy-turvy ups and up and down thing that we will will ever go through so you have to learn to roll with it because if not it's just going to knock you down over and over and over again it is and as we get older we learn that that topsy-turvy part of life is what makes life fun oh man yeah you know it's those opportunities you get that you never knew were even there right i didn't set off when i graduated high school to have a software company you know people ask me all the time oh wow what do you what kind of code do you write in i don't how to do that at all like that's not me i don't know how to do it how'd you start it and i kind of tell them the story and they're like wow that's kind of interesting it's all it all comes back to an opportunity that i took right and that opportunity to lead to another to lead to another it's it's you know i like to kind of do analogies and, and talk through analogies but it's almost like we have a really wide stream or river and we see the other side and we don't really know what's over there you know that might be kind of cool to go over there and so, you know, the way we get to success is by we look in we look in the stream and we see a rock we can jump onto. So we jump on that rock and then we look for another. And sometimes we have to jump backwards to get to another rock, but we kind of jump across this river. And as we get close to the other end or we get to the other end, we look back and go, I never would have figured out on the other side how to do that. I just kind of figured it out as I went. I saw other rocks and I was able to step on this. So there was a log that I didn't see back at the bank that I can see now that I can step in and get a little bit wet, but I can still get to the next spot. And so the way we get through life, the way we get to be where we want to be is through things we can't see in front of us. And those are opportunities that are there. But until we get to the next opportunity, until we get to that next rock, we don't see the next one. We can't see the next one. It's a little bit underwater or whatever it is. So you just have to step. You have to step in faith and know that hey, you can always step back because you know where the rock was you, that you just left to find another space. Make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, be that influence that that encourages that same process, right? right. Don't be the one that then it has the ability and the power of hindsight to look back and badger your kids for not stepping on the rock that you would have stepped on. Exactly. If they found a rock, let them stay on the damn rock. Maybe it's not your rock. Maybe it's not their rock permanently, but it's a rock. And, and it may, lead, and it may lead to a way bigger right. place than you ever had. Exactly. And then, you know, finally, I 
thankfully you didn't have to hire me as a software engineer. <laughs> I think, you know, it's funny you were I, saying that. I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. I don't know what your software would do right now, but it wouldn't do what you wanted it to do. Well, I promise you that. I figured it out. Yeah. But no, man, I, I think that's a good place to wrap this up. Um, you know, there's so much value in hunting out the opportunity, even in failure Yeah. and allowing your plan to ebb and allowing your plan to flow and, you know, growing in the process and appreciating the journey when you're in it. I think will help you live a more fulfilling life and appreciate when you hit that, whatever that end state is, it'll help you appreciate being there rather than looking back saying, man, I wish I would have become a software engineer. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, as, as you're there and you see an opportunity in front of you, don't lock up. Absolutely. You know, don't be scared that if I take another opportunity, you know, I may screw myself. Mm -hmm. Just, Hey, know that take it. If you think, if, if your mind says you should take it, your gut says you should take it and you see that you can learn something from it, then try it. Absolutely. You know, just try it. Yeah, I love it. And, and my gut says you should go to social media and follow us there. Oh, wow. And YouTube. So take that Take that next step. Step on the next stone. And maybe that next step is YouTube. And after that, it's Instagram. Oh, wow. And then Facebook. Amazing. And then you realize when you get to Facebook that you forgot to smash that like and subscribe button on YouTube. So you take you go back and you do that. And then the next step is you send us an email. Because you're so thankful for what you've learned right. that you want to share some things from your life. And that email address would be what? Devin? Would be hello at bobbleheadpodcast.com. Wow. You just made a huge step to the other side of the river. Well done. I did. And I'm going to appreciate being here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good spot to end. It and is. Enjoyed it, buddy. Yes, sir. Talk next to you time. soon.